greatest story ever told. We present He That Loseth His Life, a drama based upon a teaching set forth in the 10th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew, a teaching from the greatest life ever lived. northern part of the province of Galilee, there is one man whose name you are bound to hear most often, Amos of Geshala. For his wealth is great, and his influence upon the people of that area is even greater. When Amos prospers, everyone prospers. And in a season when his crops are small, there is hardship in the town. But this is no day to talk of hard times. For today, there is feasting and celebration on the great estate of Amos. There's laughter and music and great joy everywhere, except perhaps in the heart of Amos himself, as now he stands watching the festivities. And though there is a smile on his lips, one can see by looking closely that his eyes are not smiling. (laughs) Sir, Amos... It is almost time to serve the meat. Then serve it. I thought, sir, that you would care to make your announcement first. The the announcement? This great feast and all to make the announcement, and yet you have forgotten? I, I have not forgotten. Find my son. I will tell these people the reason for this feast. Yes, sir, I will find him at once. He is here. Good. Well, Jonathan, we have a hostly duty to perform now. Do we, Father? Surely you did not think that I have given this great feast without purpose? Of course not. What did you say? I was only agreeing with you, Father. Whenever you do anything, it is for some purpose. Then perhaps this time you will approve of my purpose when you hear it. Samuel. Yes, sir? Quiet, our guests. I wish them to hear this. Yes, sir. My friends guests of my master, please, a moment of quiet, for he wishes to speak to you. Please, quiet. Thank you, Samuel. My friends, first I bid you welcome here. I ask you to eat and drink your filth, because in that way perhaps you can share this great day with me. And it is a great day. For the reason I will tell you now. Jonathan, come forward. Here. Stand beside me. Yes, Father. Today, my friends, my son becomes more than my son. He becomes a partner in all my lands and estates. Yes. Yes, it is true. From this day forward, his word is as important as mine. His command of equal weight. His agreement to anything as much a legal bargain as if I had given my own word. Yes, today he becomes... 
more than my son. Well, Jonathan, have you nothing to say? Please, Father, don't make me. I insist that you do. All right. But remember, you insisted. My friends, this... this and perhaps... It, but not for me. For before being made a partner of the great Amos, I would have preferred first to really be his son. Jonathan. Excuse me, Father. But you insisted. Just, my, my, my friends, the, the news must have been too much for him. Truly, he did not know what he was saying. Let it not diminish your pleasure. Eat, drink, sing. It is my wish that you be happy today. Musicians, come, let us hear some happy tunes. Sir, sir, there is no reason to remain out here. It is growing dark. They all left so early, even before half the food was consumed. Look. Whole oxen untouched and turning cold. That boy, he drove them away with his foolish word. Please, sir, do not talk about it. Has there ever been a boy who has been given more? What I did for him today, is that something to be insulted for in front of all the townspeople? Is a little love and respect too much to ask? Sir, not now. We, we are not alone. They are all gone. In fact, the emptiness of this place can be very oppressive. Sir, there is someone... There, standing a little way off. Hmm? Oh. Oh, I see. Do you know the lad? He is not of this part of Galilee. Well, no matter. From the look of him, he is a beggar. We have food to give away. Give him all he wants. Yes, sir. Lad, you need not stand off that way. Come closer. And if it is food that you want, you may help yourself. Thank you, sir. I will not take much. Only enough for two people. There is enough for two hundred. Take all you can carry. Thank you, sir. Now, let me see. Let me see. You are a very particular beggar. What's wrong with this piece of meat? It, it, uh, it is not tender enough, sir. Indeed. You are very difficult to please, aren't you? Sir, it is not myself I'm concerned with. Who else can it be? Who are you talking about? He is resting by the side of the road. He is old and very tired. And if it is possible to spare him a few steps, it is a blessing. This, this old man, he is your father? No, sir. And about the tender portions of meat, it is difficult for him to chew, though he does not like to admit it. I see. But do not think that I will take a great deal of meat or waste any of it. The hard, crusty part I eat myself. So that he may have the tender portion, eh? Yes, sir. And all this you do for a stranger? Oh, he is not a stranger. Yet not a relation, either. No, sir. I like to think of him as my friend. Now, if it is agreeable to you, sir, may I select a piece of the meat for him? Of course. Go on, young man. Take whatever you wish. And you need not limit yourself to merely one piece. Here, Jude, the greatest surprise of all. Look, meat, 
freshly roasted. Some kind man has been giving a feast, Aaron. Yes, sir. And obviously he prepared for a great many more people than actually came there. For there was much food left over a great deal. Well, then it is our good fortune. We must thank God for his goodness and then eat. For you are hungry, I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> At least this time there's enough. And this piece of meat, notice how tender it looks. Uh, very tender. And because it is, I wish you to have it this time. Oh, no, sir. I, I, I like the crusty part. You, you know that. Well, then, Aaron, I ask you to make this sacrifice for my sake. You take the tender part this time. Hmm? Please, Jude. My you... friends. Oh. What? Forgive me for intruding, but after the lad left my place, it struck me suddenly that he took nothing with him to drink. It is very kind of you to be so solicitous, my friend. I, uh, I have brought this picture thinking you might like to draw some cool water from the well. Thank you very much. Uh, Aaron, why not go and... Uh, Fetch the water now, eh, lad? Oh, yes, Jude. I will be back quickly. He is a fine young boy, your friend. Oh, yes, yes, I am very fond of him. And he is fond of you, too. I can tell you that. You know him? No. But I saw him select this piece of meat you are preparing to eat. I tell you, it was difficult to please him. Yes, yes, I know. He worries about me a great deal. And now, my friend, you wish to speak to me about something? What? Why, well, well, no. You, you can tell you're a troubled man, and uh, there was also this. A man intent on seeing that we had cool water to drink would not have brought an empty pitcher. To be very truthful about whom the boy spoke so lovingly, for whom he chose food so carefully, I wanted to see what kind of man you are. What you are saying to yourself, then, is this man is old and poor. He has not even enough to eat and is clothed in only a simple, coarse garment. What can he give this boy? I didn't say that. But you thought it. Am I right? Yes, Jude. You are right. The boy is devoted to you. I tell you, not many fathers receive as much love and sacrifice from their own son. Oh, I see. I might as well admit it. I am very sorry for you, my I friend. I cannot understand it. I have given him everything that it is possible to give, yet he does not love me, and yet you... I'm sorry. And yet I, who seem to have nothing to give, receive so much love and consideration from Aaron... You, you were going to ask that. Hmm? Yes, I'm desperate to know why that is. My friend, I am on the way in a journey which will take me back to the one I hold most highly in all this world. Perhaps you have heard of him. Most people call him merely the master. For they do not yet understand fully his mission on this earth. The master? Yes. I have heard stories, rumors. Surely it cannot be true what they say about him. And if I were to give you my word that it is true? That he is healed. Even the blind and the lame and the leper. True. All of it. And you think he can help me? Perhaps if you and your son were to accompany Aaron and me... If you think he can help me, I will do better than that. I will arrange at once for a caravan to take us there. 
We will go more swiftly that way. Uh, this time, perhaps, there is something to be said for going slowly. You mean you want us to walk the hot, dusty road? Yes. My way is quicker and more comfortable. My way is slower, perhaps, but might prove to be better. Will you come? If... If my son agrees, yes. I've been looking forward to for days now. Yes, yes, my friend. And I trust that you meet it with an open mind and an open heart. I am sure that I am ready. It is my son that I am worried about. Why do you say that? Because during the entire journey, he has not spoken kindly to me. He has not changed in any way. I had hoped that he would. But perhaps we should not blame the boy altogether. Then am I to blame what have I done wrong? We shall find out now. For I see that the master has taken his place up there on the mount. He is going to teach us now. So this is your master? You do not approve of him? There, there is something, something disturbing about him. Others find him reassuring. And now as he looks out upon us and smiles, I... I think I find his face too gentle. And yet others find strength in him. Listen to him, my friend. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. A sound teaching Jew, one I approve of and live by. Do you, Amos? I have never made the gathering of wealth the most important thing in my life. I have given away a great deal to charity. I have even offered to share everything with my son. And yet he did not accept it. Now, there must be a reason. I am waiting to hear your master teach more. For I know if my son hears this, surely he will understand me better. We shall listen. He that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. He that taketh not his cross, if it puzzles you, my friend, it is because you do not know what will happen to our Lord, but we, his chosen disciples, do. His sacrifice will be great. And if any of us would follow in his way, 
Then our sacrifice must be great, too. Sacrifice? It seems he would call on us to sacrifice everything, even our lives. And yet you called him too gentle. Now it seems you have not the strength to follow his way. My fortune, I give of that. I do not place anything before the importance of serving God. Yet he has asked for life. For you, not for your wealth. Now, what is your answer, Amos? I... I cannot give it. I cannot give it. Amos, Amos, come back. Oh, I'm afraid he will never come back now. wise to come all this way on foot, my son. I do not find the journey burdensome. Is that all you can find to say to me, your own father? Please, father, I do not wish to quarrel with you. In fact, I do not even wish to talk, if you approve. So now you will not even talk with me. It's not that, father. But I am thinking over and over in my mind. I hear his words. And I want to keep saying them again and again. Because I do not wish to lose them. Ever. He impressed you so strongly. Have you ever seen such a face? Heard such a strong yet loving voice? I never have. Nor ever will again. I know it. Somehow I know it. My son, you know I have never really felt close to you before. Or understood you before. But now I do. And I wonder... Is it too late for us both to understand each other? Is it? I wish I knew, Father. Yes, of course. It, it is something to see in the future. We must go on. We must return home. Jonathan. Yes, Father? Stand still. Stop where you are. That bell. A leper. Yes, my son, careful. We must not approach him or allow him to approach us either. Yes, I cannot see. He is forbidden to walk the road like all other people. Perhaps he comes through the field. I will find out. L leper, we hear your bell of warning, yet we do not see you. Where are you? Make your presence known. The law requires it. Do not be afraid of me. I will make no effort to come close to you. But please, wait, wait. I must ask you something. Careful, son. Stand where you are. We see you now. You men travel north. Surely from where you came, you have heard of the master? The master? We have seen him only two days ago. Then you know where he is. You can tell me, please, please. For once I have seen him, once I have stood in his presence, I will be healed. I believe it. I know it. He is only two days' journey from here. Two days' journey. For those who can walk the roads openly and freely, it may be two days' journey. But for one like me who must walk the untracked fields, it is not two days, but ten perhaps, or even more. 
So if you know, tell me this. Where can I find the master ten days from now? Where? Jonathan, I had never realized before how these poor creatures live. All I have ever wanted to do was to be kept free from them and safe. Yet when you see them, you begin to know what suffering there is in the world. If only I had enough gold with me, I would buy him a donkey to help him in his journey. Uh, I should like to do something for the poor man. Are you helpless without your gold, father? So, that is what you think of me. Well, I will show you. Leper, I cannot tell you where the master will be ten days from now. But I can tell you this. Wherever he will be, you will be. Father? Yes, Jonathan, I will go with him. Leading him, helping him, seeing that he is fed. And we will find the master together. Father, had you taken into account the risks that this may cost you your life? I know what I am doing. Did not the master ask that a man give up his life to find it? And did you not ask me if I was helpless without my gold? Oh, please, Father, don't let my words goad you into doing anything you will regret. Or once in my life, I will do real charity from within myself. And I will not allow gold to serve as my messenger. If I must risk my life to help this poor creature, then in God's name I will do it. There is only one thing. Yes, Father. You will not come with us. But, Father, there I... There is nothing to be gained by you risking your life, too. I forbid you to come with us. And remember, I am your father. It will be as you say. Good. And now I wish to test myself. Leper, I ask you to draw close to me. The law forbids. And does the law forbid a clean person from coming close to a leper? The law does not say as to that. All right, then. Father. Now, my friend, come. I will take you to the master. So you may be healed. You need not sound your bell here, Elihu. I can be stoned for failing to do that. The law says so. Here I have seen them observe a different law. Here, the well do not shrink from the sick. Then, all that I have heard of the master is true. True, indeed. Yet it is strange that I saw all this before, and it did not impress me. It did not impress you? From the way you have acted toward me, I would have thought that you were one of the master's staunchest followers. You would? Oh, yes, Amos. I thank you for those words, my friend. Come, I will take you to him. Then, 
Go to him, Elihu. Lord, what need I say? That I am a leper? The sight of me is enough. The sound of my bell is enough. I am unclean and unlike other people. But I wish to be the same as they are. I wish to walk free and unhampered like all other men. Lord, I believe that if you will it, you can make me clean. Lord, you raise your hand to help him. I will be thou clean. my thanks to you. It was the master who healed you. But your willingness to sacrifice made it possible. Give your thanks to God, my friend. Truly, you must be a good man. A man of great kindness and compassion. That you would risk your life for a stranger. To hear such words from your lips, one could not be better paid for any sacrifice. Father, jo Jonathan... What are you doing here? I forbade you to come. Father, you forbade me to come with you. But you did not say that I could not return here to the master. True, my son. And I had to come back here. I wanted to be here to see you bring that poor man to the master's feet. And I did. Father, I must confess now that I misjudged you. It was a fine and wonderful thing that you did. And yet, I, I did not think you capable of doing it. I wish to apologize to you. I am the one who should ask your pardon, my son. For till I heard the master, I was not capable of making such a sacrifice. Yes, the master was right when he said that you can find your life by giving it for his sake. For through this sacrifice, I have found a great deal. I have found a part of myself that has too long been lost. And I have found the precious thing I have always wanted. The love and respect of my son. Yes, I have found my life 
through his way. On this same station, we will present another episode in the greatest story ever told from the greatest life ever lived. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.